Hi, my name is Robbie and welcome to the Golingo podcast where you learn English through football. Each week I'll take an English language theme that you'll already be familiar with to show you how to use it more like a native. With examples of how this works through dialogues and sentences that you can also be part of. Then, in the extended version, I'll move on to examples of stories or situations where greetings exist in the football world, past or present, to help you get fluent faster. Given English learners at B1 level or above interest in material about the subject you love. I love the whole world loves football, the beautiful game. So if you love football and I love talking about it, what are we waiting for? This week, I'll talk about greetings. You'll find this in chapter one of any good language phrase book. And it's obviously very important if you don't want to be rude to the people that you meet. But do they always lend themselves to great conversations, which is obviously your goal? So because it's the first thing you learnt, I thought it would be a good place for me to start. The problem is that after those first few weeks of learning the basics, you have to learn the on the job really, it's all about practice. So what if you're shy or introvert? And what if you don't have access to native speakers? What if you practice through self-talk? You probably aren't practicing saying hello to yourself. So depending on how much you've been able to speak will determine how well you can navigate those situations like a native speaker. To be honest with you, there's lots in the standard phrase book and the learning books that don't tell you how to do this. As English is a European language, your level of proficiency is judged against a table of levels. So A1, A2 beginner, B1, B2 intermediate, C1, C2 advanced. So if you're an intermediate learner, you're on that long road to the advanced levels, which to put your mind at ease is, and probably to dramatically oversimplify things. C1 is where you not only have the language and the vocabulary of a native speaker, like you would at B2, but you can use and manipulate the vocabulary and phrases to use it more like like a native speaker would and move more towards mastery. So before you say, Greetings, I did that years ago. I know, but promise, I promise the more you listen, the better you'll be, so please don't switch off. So there are various basic greetings, um, but four or five that you'll definitely know are hello, hi, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. So if you're going to be an advanced speaker and you want to impress natives, then these greetings are just not good enough. Spanish speakers, for example, um, they will know that the the greetings can be abbreviated. So rather than buenos dias, I often get messages from my Spanish-speaking friends where they just simply say, buenas. Then this is usually followed by a question. Como estas? Como anda? Que tal? Well, in English, native speakers will often skip the actual greeting and just go to this type of question. Um, so it's a handy next step for you to learn. So, for example, rather than, hello, good morning, how are you? You will more likely hear people say things like, all right, you okay? What's happening? A bit like the Spanish, que pasa? How's everything? How's your day? 
what's up? How are things? Now, in addition to using the question as the greeting, there's one absolutely fundamental thing that you must remember. Nobody is actually asking you the question because they specifically want to know the answer. So don't tell them. We aren't rude. We just know this information will come later in a conversation with more specific questions like how's work? How's the family? How's life treating you? So what do you think will happen in the following scenario between these two people? Hi. You all right? Yes, thank you. I'm having a very good day. And it's my first time in England. What do you think uh, someone might say next? Do you think that will work? Exactly. The next thing that somebody said is, okay, take care then, bye now. So the misunderstanding of the question part of the greeting has ended that person's chance to practice. But if you are looking to speak, show how fluent you are and create opportunities to advance your English, please don't feel compelled to answer these questions. Speaking less here will almost always allow you to speak more. Remember that, I'll say it again. Speaking less here will almost always allow you to speak more, which is what you want, isn't it? So if you were to greet someone just with the questions, all right, how are you doing? And not hello, not a hi, as you've been taught previously, you're far more likely then to get great questions in response, which will help you speak where they will listen and things can take off. You can have a great conversation. This will probably go more like, all right, how are you doing? Is it your first time here? Yeah, actually, I'm just looking for a place to have a pint. Do you know anywhere? Yes, there's loads of places around here. What do you drink? What are you looking for? In fact, I'll just show you. I'm walking that way myself anyway. You see, it's much better. It's, it's, you've, you've got into the conversation. In replying to the second question with another question, things progressed. This time, try for yourself. So imagine you're at Anfield or Old Trafford. You're soaking up the pre-match atmosphere and you bump into a native speaker. Me, in this example, who spots that you seem a bit lost. So I'll go first, then ideally you respond out loud. All right? Is it your first time here? Yeah, there are loads of places around here. What do you drink? What are you looking for? In fact, I'll just show you. I'll show you where it is. I'm walking that way anyway. So well done. You just levelled up your greetings and... You've used less to get more. So now you walk into the pub with your new drinking buddy and you have a brilliant opportunity to get practice and advance your English. So if you skip the actual greeting, ask the question and then answer their question with another question, you'll get a better chance to show off your skills. And more importantly, practice, practice, practice. So there you have it. You've taken the basic greetings that you knew already You've gained some new ones and most importantly, learned how to use them in a way that gets you more than just what the normal language books will teach you. 
You can also adapt these to use them in the supermarket, the street, or in your online lessons, wherever that may be. Um, so that's it. Sadly, this concludes the free version of, of our podcast. So I'll say goodbye to some of you. However, in the extended version, I'll speak about some of the different ways greetings and presentations are used in the football world. This will not only be fun and interesting listening material, but by downloading the transcript of the complete episode, you have the perfect combination for advancing your listening and reading skills. As many experienced language learners will tell you, it's it's receiving your input through both reading and listening together that is really going to take your fluency to the next level. It'd be great for you to join me. So to get access, simply go to golingwood.com where you can create a supporters club account and get access to both the extended version and the podcast, uh, extended version of the podcast and a full transcript. Also, don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment on whichever platform you get your podcasts from. This will help us to grow our supporters club.